Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today I am sitting down with Sabrina Spears, Eric Bird, Mick Nicola, and da, 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 Justin Sands. And this was a pre-show podcast. We had a show going on at Parker's. It was awesome. We had a really, really good time. Maggie Winston came out, Matt Plant performed. It was a really good show. Anyway, it was such a good show. We're going to do Justin Sands, Mick Nicola, and a few other performers coming down on the 19th of November, including uh, a performer by the name of uh, Salmon Chowder. Now, if you are in the know, if you've been to, well, if you're in the know, if the name Salmon Chowder sticks out to you, Salmon Chowder will be hosting this particular show. I'll be, I mean, I'll be co-hosting. I will be performing with Salmon Chowder. I will be... If, you know what? If you Google Salmon Chowder Anchorage, you're probably going to get some soup. So, you know what? Do that. Google Salmon Chowder Anchorage. See what you get. And, uh, and that's what I will be uh, telling jokes with on the 19th of November. Salmon Chowder, Mick Nicola, Justin Sands, a few other comics. I'm pretty sure Maggie Winston will be back. I'm hoping Matt Plant comes back. And if you are in the Kenai Peninsula area and you want to tell some jokes on the 19th of November at Fort Royal Parkers, and, oh yeah, you're above the age of 21, you can do that. Just uh, shoot me an email, wokenbakepodcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on Instagram at wokenbakepodcast, and we'll get going from there. We'll have a conversation, and we'll have you do a couple of minutes. You'll tell some jokes, and people will laugh, and you'll have a really good time. Yeah, or or no one laughs, but we'll still have a good time. You'll still have a good time, and you'll learn a thing or two about a thing or two, and uh, it'll be a good time because Mick will be there, and Justin Sands will be there, and hopefully when you listen to this podcast, you have a very good understanding of who some of these performers are. Now, I will tell you up front, Mick called me like a, the next day, and he was like, hey, man. I want to apologize if I came off as an asshole, if I was any kind of jerk on the podcast. I just, I was just real, I was in the zone and I was, I was where I was comedy wise being funny. And I was like, dude, you were perfect. You were great. You, you did what you were supposed to do. And uh, we had a great podcast. It was a great conversation. This is really funny. And I'll tell you up front right now, it was very crudely recorded on my phone, on a table, at Four Royal Parkers, uh, after after a few, but before a show. Don't don't judge anyone here. All right, we are all grown ups. In fact, Sabrina Spears just celebrated her birthday. It's like the anniversary of her 29th birthday. Um, but to be fair, she looks great for 62. All right, folks. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, I'm going to get straight to it. Here is my conversation with Eric Bird, Mick Nicola, Justin Sands, and Sabrina Spears uh, from from the, the stage room, the performing room at Four Royal Parkers, which, by the way, we will be, I think I just said, we'll be performing there uh, on the 19th of November with Sam and Chowder. Yeah, look into it. 
All right, if you uh, want to sponsor the event, again, shoot me an email, wokeandbakedpodcast at gmail.com. We will put you on the flyer. And I don't like to use the word sponsor. You know what? I like to use the word supporter because you are supporting this podcast. No one's making any money, all right? Um, what's, the, what's the saying? Uh, go woke, go broke. I've never made a dime. All right, this is perfect. So again, if you want to pop on the podcast because you just want to pop on the podcast, that's cool too. Wokenbakepodcast at gmail.com or uh, it's probably best to hit me up on Instagram at Podcast. And if you are our listener in Russia, uh, who I assume is uh, Vladimir Putin himself, um, yeah, how are things over there? How are things over there in Russia, like right now? From the perspective of a Russian who listens to this podcast, what are what are your thoughts on what's happening over there? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, all right. So, again, here's the conversation with Mick Nicola, Justin Sands, Eric Bird, and the birthday girl, Sabrina Spears. All right. Have a great day, evening, whenever. Thank you. You would, once you see him, you probably didn't know his name was Stump. Yeah. Like, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, if you, didn't, if you didn't catch Stump, yeah, yeah like, he, 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 he draws the eye. Yeah. And it's sweetheart, by the way. Which is weird, because he's 5'2", like, and he just, he, oh, he sticks yeah. out in a crowd. Oh, no, it's the yeah. little packages. Like, people walk past me, ignore me all the time, because I'm just that tall chick. They're just like, whoa, it's like yeah. a mountain, you know what I mean? It's like scenery. You're in the background. Sure, people have to jump up and make themselves seen. It's a sleep Right, thing. Justin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, still stoned from when you got some last night. Apparently. Well, yeah. he smoked after, uh... After breakfast, you can't he's tell like, I don't even know what, what you do. You look awfully stoned for not smoking. I feel high for some reason. Right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> when you don't smoke weed constantly, like you get like weed hangovers. Like that's, that's why what I avoid I the hangover. By yeah, well, that's how quitting. I avoid the hangover. It's just don't I, quit. I do a booze though. Hair the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep smoking. So I, uh, just so y'all are clear, I started recording right after all the good stuff about Stump was said. So I want to apologize to anyone. He was like, "Oh, this is gonna be gold." Just let go. <laughs> this is even better because this means that like the next time you come to Soldatna yeah. and people who hear this are gonna be like, "I gotta hear the Stump shit." Like yeah. this is, I gotta you give me all your Stump. I think I just did. Yeah, this is solid five on Stump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was That's good. a type five on stump. That's it. <laughs> All you gotta it's do not is... something that most people are able to say. <laughs> I got a type five on a stump. <laughs> no, it, it, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I've, I think I've, I've found my fucking my, my wheelhouse, and it's like the rest of my career is just gonna be. Oh, jokes I, about this guy. You bring stump with, or you know what? Get to know the bouncers at the venues well, and just make fun of them. Yeah, well, no, that's. I think I think today, yeah, a good-natured ribbing. I would, I, yes, I was driving back from dropping the the boyfriend off in Nelchik for Sacred Acre, and. I just like was noticing like I was like oh we got like all these people drive by these signs all day long so <laughs> some of them are fucking nuts like Crooked Creek like sounds <laughs> like I was like if you don't know somebody on Crooked Creek you know like 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 I started like immediately said then I saw like uh, Clam Gulch and I was 
was like, that sounds like, yeah, yeah, like, oh, dude, what's up with your bitch lately? She's like, oh, she got a bunch of gulch in her clan. But didn't you go through, like, Inglewood and Compton? I was, I was, uh, it was a year before last when I was going to Salmon Fest, and my phone heard me making fun of the street names. I'm like, what the hell? And all of a sudden, I looked down, and it rerouted us to tell us we had four days to get to L.A. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Who does this? In the middle Nowhere and we got Inglewood and Compton. Like, uh, <laughs> and no chick Alaska. And when you when you when you GPS that, it gives you a warning. It's like, oh, by the way, are you you're, are you're, you sure? Are you because sure? Just like Paris, France, and Paris. Texas, From what we can tell, you're in Compton Alaska. The same. <laughs> yeah. You might not fit. Are you sure this is the Compton you're looking yeah. for? <laughs> so, real quick, what were your impressions of Nanilchik? Oh, I, well, I, I literally was just like, I was there for like half a second. We'll see it later tonight. Uh, but the drive was uh, gorgeous. The drive from here to there. Um, I'm from like a uh, like small town in Washington. And it's a lot like this, except more, it's in the middle of the Cascades. So we're a valley like surrounded by mountains. But the trees are so fucking refreshing compared to like... Uh, I'm sorry, Anchorage is a oh. butt ugly city. There's a reason it's, I don't live there. It's butt ugly. <laughs> and like they do not try to improve it. They're just like, oh, we're making enough money fucking these guys over. <laughs> we don't have to put any art in this town. Yeah, we know. Yeah, the were like, we put in a, in a, a museum to make sure that the natives stop complaining about how we fucked them over. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's about as much beauty as you get in the city. That's why I live in the valley. You guys come out there, you see what, what it's like. It's different. you got to get out of the city. That's all it oh, is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was, but yeah, uh, Nanilchik. Didn't, Fucking didn't. love Nanilchik. Yeah. Well, but my experience in Nanilchik is like childhood fishing and then grown up salmon fest. So, really, like, there's no, you can't go wrong there. There's no room. You didn't have, like, a boring, like, shit time there at any point in your life. It was no. salmon fest or fishing. Yeah. So, uh, cool cool note about uh, Nanilchik. Like, one of the cool things about Alaska is, like, because there's nothing to do in the winter unless you have a snow machine because mm-hmm. it gets really, really cold. You only have time to, like, practice and stuff, right? So, like, Nilchik has uh, state championship-level basketball teams. Um, Austin Vanderford, who is um, a professional mixed martial artist with Bellator, recently fought for their belt, uh, comes from Nilchik. Um, this, this he sounds hot. <laughs> he's married to Paige Van Zandt. No. Yeah, so dude. Paige Van Zandt's husband is from... So, I met them at the tie who's, joint in Nilchik. Wow. Is that Steven Van Zandt? Be way cooler if it was, because that would mean <laughs> that Stephen Van Zandt, uh, you little know, Stevie? Uh, little Stevie had like from you the Sopranos yeah. had like had oh, whoa, family from Bruce Bruce Springsteen. No, no, no. I mean, let's talk about Max Weinberg. This was an actual conversation that we had at breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's up? The uh, Steve Van Zandt Sopranos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, no, you, yeah. you know him from we one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying you know that, yeah, like the... Lily Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. but Lily he's Lillyhammer's basically good. the same guy, <laughs> uh, just a Lily Hammer, which is... Perfect. Yeah. There's, I'm not. I'm not complaining I'm about the Steve premise at all. It's kind of the, the same guy all the time. Yeah. It's just you can put a different hat on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It can either be like a bandana, bandana. or it can be it can be the well, or it can be the pompadour also, from Sopranos. But yeah, like, like, it's I, cool. I feel like there's a lot of people like that though. Like I came in with my hair down last night, and everyone was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. Like it took Eddie like to process. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's just because you put your hair down and put a different hat on. People yeah, they're like, there's you. a new softball coach like, in town. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's a I compliment when I say that women have softball thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Oh, see? Yeah, when it's yeah. coming, yeah. Those thighs eat corn. I'll fucking watch Those are corn fed thighs. <laughs> <laughs> cut, like, I know, I know that, like, I, uh, like, I'll never be, like, like fit. Like, 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 uh, you know, like, like, super, mo- like, wh- yeah, how, no, same, like, gay, like, like the, uh, the epitome twink. of like cool, yeah, twink or whatever. I have childbearing hips, like, I'm as a man, I, yeah, Dude, no, I look I, like I, I was like built to like swing <laughs> bales of hay and make babies. <laughs> I just, <laughs> that is a horrible image. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's the circle. Right, <laughs> You're like, I'm on a farm. This is what I do all day. And I go back. And I got to make baby. We're destined to be a Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah I've been twinked. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the new pump that I'm going to start doing. Like, I've, been, I've been twinked a few times. <laughs> Oh bastards, that's through your money. <laughs> Put a bunch of drinks under your tab and they just fucking dip out before they blow you like they probably <laughs> <laughs> That's not that's not even just that's not even funny. It's like, that's that's wait, wait, never mind. That was that was I know too you guys real. have been to a Yeah, my boyfriend why do you think he's a fucking Denilchik? <laughs> <laughs> right up the fucking tab. Oh, oh shit. Uh, Ran out on the bill. It's <laughs> gonna pay this motherfucker off somehow. Oh shit. So if I was just pimp, you see how I got pimp my boyfriend out in the notebook? That's hilarious. But I just right, dropped, right. I just dropped him off and I was like, go make some fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Come it's on, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be back in six hours. I thought you said you were hungry, bitch. Yeah. yeah. How are you getting back to England? <laughs> <laughs> you want to move to the Nilchik? You made it here, baby. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, make money or move back home. <laughs> oh, dude, I would, I would be on the street so fast. Thing to I do to never. somebody be like, be if you had a partner that was just like, oh, I hate my like, I ain't going home. <laughs> and just drop him off. Oh, <laughs> On today's episode of Pimp My Bride. You've been tweaked. It would just be bros instead of cribs. You're like, here's all the groomsmen. This is the bachelor party. We're going to film it. Bros. Hit my bride. And then the bros. Oh, if you could could, uh, switch it around and be like, uh, the bros. But it'd be like cribs. You know what I mean? It'd be like cribs. You're just going into like strip clubs. (laughs) The the bachelor party to all the bros, man. Bro, 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 bro. I'll never be on. I'll never. I'll never fit like the the, the cast for queer for the straight guy. Yeah. Like I would be like the guy that they would hire to like teach 
gay guys how to like change tires. <laughs> You're the gay dad. We're evolving. We can do no, this gay now. alcohol. We can work tools. Yeah. Here's how you change a tire. Here's how you responsibly take drugs. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the comment. Why I'm wasn't that covered in home ec? <laughs> oh, responsibly taking drugs. That's I have a whole set on that. You've heard that. Have the I? responsible substance use. That's what they needed to teach. It wasn't the D.A.R.E. program. Like, I credit the D.A.R.E. program, though, because when the police officers came into the classrooms, at least they showed me what the good drugs looked like, so I never accidentally brought the wrong ones when I wanted them. Uh, <laughs> it always felt like they were daring me to do drugs. Right, exactly. Like, do it, they pussy. were like, look, here's what they look like, so if you I see fucking dare don't you. do them. Yeah. You know, back in the day when yeah. you thought it was cool to ride in a cop car, like and Halloween then later when you actually <laughs> ride in a cop car, you're like, this is not the same as Red Ribbon Week. But that's why you gotta teach response, especially during festival season. My daughter won the Dare Lion. <laughs> hey, I won a Dare po poster contest back in the day, and that's how I think you can tell oh. who does the most drugs as adults is who was most active in Dare as kids. I, I, <laughs> I haven't brought this up yet, but there was a big guy that was sitting at the bar earlier, and then suddenly he went to the bathroom, and then it suddenly started smelling like poop in the bathroom. And then right after he walked out, I walked in, and there was brown liquid all over the floor in the bathroom right now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Did you tell anybody? He walked in and walked out. Yo, listen, if, anybody, if, anybody, no, if anybody's qualified to talk to Nana, like... I mean, I feel like that is... You just, you just gave yourself that job. Uh, yeah. You just outed yourself as the tattler. Oh, boy. <laughs> you break the news. This no, wait, wait, wait. So just, just be clear, like you weren't, you weren't in a, a military unit teaching dare to like soldiers. No, 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 no. no. This was, this, this was is an where, this is where was I'm getting like confused. The, like the, why, the, there, why? Was like, it for I the on-base schools? Yeah, there was, there was on-base schools. On-base schools. So they're on-base schools, and yeah. We can call those homeschools. No. No, because it's it's still like it's still like a oh, very basic a public very education. Art, art education. <laughs> it was it was the craziest thing. So like as a kid, um, that's why like, Sarah Palin is a librarian. <laughs> Their school uniforms are camouflage. Yeah, she goes, I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bear in the classroom that day. Everybody dressed up like their dad for Halloween. No, but like outside. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see anybody. They're all. <laughs> no, you just like each other, like your best friend's dad. Be like, guess who I am? He's like, no, be, don't hit me. That's great. We love our veterans. <laughs> And there was this truck, with, and it's like zipping around, and then like past me on the right, even though I'm probably speeding because it's 35 miles an hour, and I can't drive that slow, it's physically impossible. And this dude passes me on the right, and then cuts across in the middle of an intersection to get around somebody else, and then slows down and tailgates this dude. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then we get behind him, I'm like, oh, disabled veteran, give zero fucks. Like, I feel like you should just like... I will stay out of your way, sir. Well, okay, so for your service. That's right, an excuse right. to like he's he's stoked. Like yeah. that's you get to go five miles over or ten yes, miles right. under. I have never been stoned and changed lanes in an intersection like that on purpose. That it was that, that was like a Dude, that you, was it was on something. Else. Once you become a baby killer, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Don't be careful now. Be careful now. That's, that's some dangerous. Uh -oh. <laughs> 
I'm just saying it's impressive. My body. Like you obviously are willing to do whatever you want, whatever you need to. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> Yesterday while we were leaving town. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of plan B about that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get around to that Sorry. shit. Uh, give and take. Uh, right. <laughs> Speaking of following cars, yesterday while we were leaving town, this little Honda Civic pulls in front of me, and his license plate, I read it, and I was like, why the fuck would you get that as a license plate? His license plate said penis envy. And I was like, that's hilarious. It says penis envy, but I feel like it's not spelled right. And then Eric goes, that says poison ivy. <laughs> He was it says this, but they spelled it wrong. That's my favorite part. But they spelled it wrong. The more that I read it, it looks like it's not spelled right, but it's obviously penis and me. When, like, when you look at it, it looks exactly like that. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm reading the letters. It says... The lady that owns the Dairy Queen in town, her license plate is D-Queen. <laughs> That's why I couldn't get it. If she owns a Dairy Queen, she's got a sense of humor. Because it didn't say like she D Q Q N, like no, it's like D Queen. D -queen. Yeah, that's. <laughs> like she, I bet she oh, gets a lot you know of what gets me is like, she, like how many people queen. don't see queen. the things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like or they don't Jerry. get it. They right. don't. Like, well, it depends on if she's black. Like, I guess it works all like, different ways. If she's black, it's D Queen. D Queen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she's black. Sponsor. <laughs> 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 
Because nothing would be better than an ice cream cake. Dude, I would fuck an ice cream cake up. We could talk about it while we're eating the ice cream cake. Exactly. We could talk about it. Maybe like sponsor you. It's not quite a cream pie. Why is it so cold? The only problem with that podcast would be every 30 seconds. That's just my soul. Every 30 seconds it would be like, this is presented to you by D Queen. Back to the podcast. 30 seconds later. D Queen, just letting you know. You have to be careful because her blizzard does fall out when you turn it upside down. It makes a mess everywhere. We'd have to ask her. Like, we'd have to ask her how often, yeah. how many times a week does it come up? Yeah. Like, it's got to come up in conversation. Like, like somebody is pulled up next to you in the parking lot at, at Fred Meyer's waiting to meet you. Yeah. Like, and that's happened more than three times. Well, obviously. <laughs> There's no way. The amount of times I've been told about mine, and it's not even anything. So, some guy yeah. pulls up with a license plate that says Key Queen. Key King. He owns the local Chinese restaurant. <laughs> no, I what have this lady come? asking if I was <laughs> 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 just become a Chinese finger trap of the <laughs> What's that dairy that dairy queen money like? <laughs> that you get like well I for I I, I made the mistake because like in other states to get a vanity plate, it's expensive. Like, it's like seventy five bucks here in town. Yeah. Yeah, no, like well, so, Sam, what are you talking about? Like oh, anywhere like anywhere in Alaska, I mean I spent the like, biggest well, I got Z tags now in the Palmer Wasilla, so I don't have to ever register it unless I buy a new car. But how old and is your car? What's Z tags? It only has That's to be forever. seven years old. Yeah. Oh. You never pay res- uh, uh, registration again. It's just Fuck, a Z tag. It's like literally two years worth of registration, mm-hmm. and that's it. You just have to live in the Matsu Valley. And oh. so I paid. Fuck I mean, I paid shit. for my fucking personalized place. Like, how old's my kid? 16, 22 years ago. So. Like it's been a hundred bucks a year or whatever, whatever every two years. That's Dairy Queen money. That's. <laughs> <laughs> we I mean, like I can live on a Dairy Queen. Most nice place. This is what it breaks. <laughs> we got McDonald's at home. I can get my personalized plate. DMV plate, or I can get these personalized motherfuckers. I don't know why I'm so interested in that. I just want, like, I want to know no, what, what it's like owning a Dairy Queen in Sultan. I want, like, that has got to be an interesting story. It did it last. So it's been here for. Uh, forever. Like forever. Yeah. forever. But wasn't was it like kid. not a licensed Dairy Queen? Like, wasn't it just like, a, they didn't pay to like... No, it was, no, a, it was a Dairy Queen. Like, as far like, as I been, know, it was a Dairy dude, Queen. Do you think the Dairy Queen people wouldn't come to Sultana? <laughs> no, I like, know. Oh, no, no, no. Decades ago, when they yeah. still did the hand-dipped cones yeah. and shit like that, yeah. and it wasn't like the pre-done cone. Like, it was... No, we I remember when I was a little kid. No, no joke. We had Dairy Dan's in my family. I remember if I can remember... He was a queen. He just didn't want to tell <laughs> he did have very long cones that he would do. Yeah. Uh, 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 but like, I remember that Dairy Dan's was in. But we, I came from like a like a logging town. Uh, dairy, like it was logging and dairy. That sounds well, like a cheese dairy store in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the middle of Washington, yeah, yeah. We had Foster's Freezes. We didn't have uh, Dairy Queens. Foster's Freezes. Foster Free, Foster Freeze. They were the Fresno, Madera area, like Highway 99, Central San Joaquin Valley. We didn't have any Dairy Queens. You had to go like. Isn't Tasty Freeze no, out was, of like? Yeah. Tasty no, it was different. It was different. Right? I think it's a chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a, but it's not from up here. Is well, the one up no, here, I don't think it's so. part of any franchise. And they're garbage, by the way. Tasty Freeze. You're Fucking garbage. <laughs> Whoa, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tried it out three times. Like a like uh, friend uh, said, 
No, Taste of Greece is great burgers. The, great good, burgers. the crazy and, part is you went back two more times. You've got to be fair. Yeah. Like, you, it's like maybe it's the. It, we live in we live in small communities, right? So like you have to. Okay, maybe I went this time and it was shit. Maybe yeah. Ne- yeah. next time it'll be great. Like it's very rare that you can go to a place, especially here, that's consistently good. Schnitzel bomber, consistently good. Um, uh, um, so well, it doesn't you matter. You have to eliminate Anchorage, the possibility uh, that we're just um, yeah, 100%. But if yeah. you give it three opportunities and it sucks every time, you're like, okay, yeah. well, I'm not going to go a fourth, fifth, or seventh. You know, like, how do I make, we I make those arguments like all the time as a culture where it's always three strikes? Like, listen, well, you, if you don't even try it, if you're even just trying it once, I mean, you should probably try it three times before you really eliminate it as a possibility. I mean, I've tried more than three dicks and I do appreciate You have to look at the time that you went, who's cooking, and uh, like what friends that you went with that, that boosted, hey, this is going to be great, you know? So you have to figure that shit out. And if you go, and I think that's why you need to go more than three times. Yeah. Because if you go and Craig's not on the grill, this is what I'm saying. Is it a chain or is it like, you know, like Dave's fucking sports bar? Because if it's a chain, that, that shit's supposed to be uniform. Everything's right. supposed to taste like everything everywhere you go. And they yeah. have yeah. those processes so, to ensure that. So if you go to Tasty Freeze three times and you're like, you know what, my, my mouth rejects this bullshit, yeah. it's not going to change the, you know, after that. Is there something about, I think there's a direct correlation between how many chances you give a, a restaurant to how many chances you expect a date to like put up with like a shitty <laughs> like you're, it's like kind of like a, is it like a, isn't it not like kind of a self reflected like is it are you projecting a little bit but like you should at least give it six chances yeah. <laughs> before you maybe throw it's it out. a late bloomer yeah yeah maybe it's got to grow on you listen hey, maybe the cook's got like maybe the cook's freeze that's all I'm saying yeah. maybe it's your fault because you get off at three and, <laughs> like or if you would have been here earlier yeah, right. yeah the right maybe you should have drank black coffee before you went you they <laughs> fucked up your palate. Yeah. Sometimes it's like an Maybe it's taste. you. You yeah, need to yeah, accept yeah. the mistakes in yeah. your life. I'm just saying really six more times. Jamba <laughs> yeah, it's like, That's it's be like, so rad. If, if you, if like, you realize what you he's going like through and you taste the desperation in the food, maybe maybe yeah. you'll understand and appreciate yeah, it. I think, I think yeah. if, if the food's good, we're both cooks. We're former cooks. I'm a former cook, excuse me. You're a chef. You're a chef. You're a chef. Um, like, if you don't, like, that, that is part of it, is, like, there's got to be a little bit of despair hormone or pheromone. <laughs> that, like, dribbles off you when you're, like, I just, I just, I just need to get this out. Like, you're, like, when you're in the, when you're in the weeds and you're in the shit and you're, really, like, pumping stuff out, there is, there's got to be fear on food. <laughs> no. It adds a funk, like, yeah. cheese. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks later, you may not like it in the moment, then yeah. a couple weeks later, you're, like, you know what, I think I do want some more of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, <laughs> that's why kimchi is so delicious because you're like, you just stay in this jar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Korean beer. Yeah. It's a, pr- it's a prisoner of flavor. It's the taste of disappointed parents. Yeah. <laughs> but you want their love, so you just keep eating it. Yeah. <laughs> Kim- kimchi is just like delicious torture. <laughs> in a jar. Oh, oh. shit. You get old too fast. <laughs> so I was gonna um, ask about some of the similar. You are a chef, Justin. Um, yes, sir. 
So can, can you talk a little bit about uh, what is similar, what is, uh, what is you know, not similar to being on a line, the pressure on, on cooking versus the pressure of crafting a joke or crafting a meal? Like, um, if you can talk about similarities, differences, is it a shitty analogy? My, my, my friend, uh, uh, another uh, local comic from Anchorage, he actually had a really good breakdown of the comparison between uh, being a chef and being a comedian that I uh, really enjoy. Uh, um, where he basically broke down like writing a joke is like creating a recipe where you have, you know, you know, kind of the uh, idea you want to head, whether it's like a beef dish or a chicken dish or whether you want to make a, a joke about a, a certain topic or something like that. And then you kind of uh, uh, go through like your spice rack, your seasoning rack of like the which different ways you want to approach it, whether you want it, uh, what, what kind of joke it's going to be. And, and then figuring out like the different tags and different punchlines to add or different twists and just the way you want to word it would be like the, the method of cooking that you use and the different uh, kind of techniques involved with the different ingredients and spices and once you put it all together like it may look like a bunch of nonsense or just a bunch of words at, at one point but like really the final dish or the final rendition of the joke is something that uh, can be enjoyed by a lot of people and kind of presented it in different ways and everybody can kind of have their own little twist on it but yeah, overall like, like there's a good foundation to it and I, I found that is uh, such a wonderful comparison between cooking and, and joke writing. Oh, would you like to give that uh, comedian a shout out? Yeah, Andrew Barbosa. He's okay. yeah. uh, one of my good friends uh, from Anchorage. <coughs> amazing fucking comedian. Yeah, if you've got a chance, to definitely a, check him he's out. A, he's an incredible joke writer. Joke writer. Yeah. Joke. He's a joke machine. <laughs> he's a craft man. Yeah. For sure. Him and Ben Peterson. Ben. 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 Solid. <laughs> Barbosa was killing it in Girdwood and. Yeah, he has a wonderful show out there too. Yeah. Uh, um, that uh, road trip to the High Tower Pub. Uh, High Tower Pub, uh, yeah. yeah it's, every uh, Monday, uh, they try fun. to do it every Monday. Yep, every Monday night out there. It's a great time, great crowd, lots of hippies ready to laugh. Um, so, uh, quick question. Currently, are there any open mic spots in Anchorage? Uh, if so, where are they? If, if, um... So, I host in Palmer. It's not in Anchorage, but I host the Valley stuff. So, Klondike's, uh, Klondike mics on Tuesdays, and then there's an open mic, Schwabenhof, on Wednesdays. They're both mixed mics, so it's music and comedy, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, if you could send me a link to that, I can put it in the description. Um, also in Anchorage, too, there's uh, on Sunday nights at Coots and Wednesday night at Coots, there's comedy open mics. And then also on Monday nights, they do a, a mixed mic with music and just kind of whoever wants to get up on stage, but comedians are up there all the time. Yeah. Mick, you host your Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, but that's a music. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's well, the, it used to be. Huh? It used to be, uh, what, the comedy. Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. Bands. Monday's bands, but like it's just not the right room for yeah. it. It's more of a jam room. Yeah. That's true. So that's yeah, doing the, we just do the music on Tuesday nights, but yeah. uh, plug for Parker's there's a Thursday night open mic here hosted by Cody Nicely of the Cow Skinners. Nice. Uh, he's also the guy providing the sound here tonight. Uh-huh. His wife is uh, one of the bartenders here. Beautiful human being, and we're working on bringing down the incredible Scary Jerry. If you've listened to the podcast, then you, hopefully you caught our interview with Scary Jerry. She's, in my opinion, the most talented singer in Anchorage. Uh, J E R I. Nice. Yeah. Just check her out. Yeah. Um, super talented. Incredibly talented. Uh, anywho. Um, what else do you guys have coming up? Uh, Sabrina, what do you have coming up show-wise? I don't have a lot of stuff on the books right now. I know I'll be at Everett's probably the next couple weekends um, working on hosting and opening and stuff. <clears throat> I'm not on a t- every Tuesday at the Klondike's. 
Okay. Uh, Mick, and what have you what have you got going on? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, probably every Wednesday at, at Coots at least, um, and then on Tuesday nights I do. I have. Uh, I'm also a musician. Uh, failed failed chef. Uh, failed musician. Uh, just Aspiring. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take, 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 take yeah. yeah. Third time. Yeah. Let's. Ooh. What are we gonna do? Become an accountant? Nah. <laughs> how about how about comedian? <laughs> but I can't knock it because like, have you ever met anyone that was excited to be an accountant? Nobody is excited. No. Like. Like no. mob accountants, like Meyer Lansky was excited to be an accountant, but normal people don't Certified get excited. Certified pain in the ass. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. It's, yeah. CPA. yeah. So I I appreciate that. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, Tuesday Tuesday nights doing the open jam at Vans, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's cool to like be able to play music and um, allow people to like come up and just express. Um, one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you about was um, something you were pretty adamant about, and that was not mixing up uh, comedy and music, uh, which seems like it's a, it's a really easy thing to do. You're, you're a funny guy um, when, when the mic's not on. Um, well, it's like, it's like I, I, I would say like it would be like, a, like a, uh, somebody, like a religious comic or someone that is religious being a comic. And then making fun of their god, like, like I, I worship, like, it, and and it's I there there's there's comedy music that I pr- appreciate, but I can't do it. Like I can't like this person. Like when I play, I play because I was like I like. Well, it's that. a different form of expression. It's yeah, it's almost like a totally out. different personality. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not funny when I'm playing. Well, I could be funny when I'm playing bass, but like especially if I wear my cowboy hat. Um, but. So like the uh, Rodney Carrington. <laughs> Rodney Carrington, oh, yeah. come on, yeah. That guy. Well, no, yeah, Rodney Carrington. Uh, I mean, we're forgetting Weird Al. Like, yeah. the, the, the greatest. The, yeah. I love Weird Al. I love. I, I, I love Weird, Weird Al. Yeah, but when you're growing up, but it's just for me when I like it is like it's a separate thing that I take very seriously. It's like it's almost like I look at music. Like like somebody, I also do woodworking. Like it's the same thing. It's an art that I like to to know about. It's a it's a it's a craft that I can get better at and practice and play with other people and share with other people. That's pure and there's no ego in it. You know, there's zero ego. Like if you're if you're an asshole, you can't jam. Like you you, you, you know, like you can't. Like it's not allowed. Right. Like you can't. You can't You can't, you get, you, you can't swing there. a dick. Yeah. Like when you're playing music. You can just you can get in the groove or you can get out of it. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's right there. So, how much of when y'all are preparing your set list and then uh, setting up your your stage time, who's going when, is based into like almost guiding the audience with, or on a on a it's, micro level, um, is that something that you guys strive to do? I think one of the things that I consider is where people are at in their set building, as opposed to number one where it's going to take the audience, because it's not going to take the audience anywhere if you don't have the right people going up. If you have someone that maybe can stretch to 10 minutes, you don't have to go up seven second, you know what I mean? Because you need that to be, if someone's gonna cut out early, you need that to be the first one. So you can play the audience that way. And if, you know, like I know somebody doesn't have 25 minutes, I'm not gonna schedule them for that. It's not so much that it's up to the host and it's up to the comedians themselves to transition, reflect, you know, call back to each other to make those better transitions, but it's not, 
I think it's about timing. It's just about time and who can do what. Who's comfortable where as far as what set they want to do, what time they want to do. I gotta say, like, uh, like perfect example of being uh, Eric took me to uh, what, was, what was the show? Everett's. Yeah, to, mm -hmm. yeah. And you, I was just gonna film for you, and then like. And then that, change that. I remember that one. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like. Ask, yeah, Eric just asked me if uh, I wanted to do time, and then it became, I'm doing your spot. Like, so I think it was like it was, 10 minutes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I remember so. that. I was like, okay, like... Sometimes you need, uh, I guess the point of that story being like, sorry. Sometimes you need the push. Yeah, you need the push. Or like, yeah, I'm already out here. Do I have it? Yeah, it seems like a good room. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah, yeah you, you had to... You had to uh, it's, and, and so much it seems in the comedy scene lately, it's who's willing to go and travel for it. Because if somebody's willing to go and travel for it, if somebody's willing to come out and try and touch a different audience... That's somebody that you know is going to be hungry and pay attention to the room and make sure that they're, you know, getting that feedback from the audiences they're going. So you're watching that, you're thinking about how who's going to have good time, you know, how that's going to set up to a show. And I mean, I think this show's got a really good flow. I think this one, we kind of did a trial run last week at Everett's and it was so much fun while Eric wasn't there. But he's the wild card tonight. <laughs> No pressure. Everett's was a good. That was a good. That was a good. Yeah. The, the the thing with me is, um, it's like any time that I'm in a room, it's, it's, it's of course I'm, I'm the odd man out. You know, especially up here, I'm the only black dude here in Soldana. That's how I feel. I'm the only one. So when Crazy I walk saddles. into a room, everybody's huh. like. Uh, yeah, I didn't just seen that last week too. But uh, not for the first time. No, no, no. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I, I, I see it when it came out. I was like, yeah, this is fucking. Hot. And uh, but it's that's 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 my energy. That's the stuff that I'm looking for. So I'll, like, if the show starts at eight, I'm here at seven, and I'm listening to what people are talking about. And this is how I usually set up my my material and my jokes and what I'm going to try to do is whatever anybody's talking about around the bar whoever's here setting up, I'll listen to their conversations and usually I'll have a joke um, already written for that conversation so I can go up and say, you know, start my jokes and I can mention what these people were talking about and include them into my insane, uh, my, my world. So, but it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, like every, I don't really have a specific set that I'm usually going to do. But it, it just depends. It depends on how I feel in that moment right before. So, I mean, I can... I said I have a, a specific set for today, but it could change. Uh, I mean, I think that's time, part so. of just being a comic and being able to get on the fly, see what's going on, read the room. Oh, yeah. If you can't if you can't work on the fly, yeah. If, if you, you like, can't because adjust what you're doing based on the feedback that you're getting, you're never going to go anywhere. Just because they say that the room is this yeah. doesn't mean that the uh -huh. room is not like it's because like because there's there like there's good and bad rooms, but it's also up to you to make the room your own and make it yeah. where people are on your Absolutely. level. Get everybody to that point. You find a common ground, and that's why I like doing the. Christian and stoner bullshit right off the bat because you've got at least ninety percent of Alaska right there. Well, you also know? like it, I think you need to uh, 
I, need, I think you need to explain uh, either either if there's a, like a kind of an elephant in the room kind of situation to whatever you look like. Oh yeah, no, that's are. why I always it's do like that. It's like you have to bam. Check you out have my to, haircut. Like, you have to, like, and like that, I've, I've realized like I don't want to do so much game material. Like I don't, I don't like relying on it. It's yeah. easy. It's no. too easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's too easy because like I can make fun of other shit, but uh, but like. It's it's to like taking that to where it used to be most of my set, right. and then turning it into just my first you know two yeah. minutes yeah. or my first minute. Mm-hmm. Like just like, getting like that, and that's the craft is whittling it down to where it's like right. figuring out where it's supposed to be, and it explains just... it to everybody, and I don't have to get past it. Right. Like we right. don't have to like spend a bunch of time on it yep. and do a bunch of tired jokes that I think are like, I mean, cliche. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the first time I was here, uh, when I was recording Sabrina and Crystal and, and Joe, um, you guys had uh, the DJ, DJ Black. Or, yeah, it was Black or it was Biz? No, it was Black. Yeah, yeah, DJ, yeah DJ Black. So Yes. Yeah. That's my brother. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, By is way, he adopted? <laughs> DJ Black right now is uh, hosting Sacred Acre in the Nilchik. Oh, Shout out mm-hmm. to DJ Black. That's why he is not telling jokes here right. tonight. Because um, he's he's Otherwise being he the man yeah. Yeah. out in uh, out in the Nilchuk. Yeah. So so when we got here, uh, it was the, the same thing. You know, we got here, we seen the setup, we seen where we we're gonna be at, and then when the show started, it's like I just knew. I said I I think I know all his jokes. So, right off the bat, you know, and he launched into you know his his first. Uh, his his opening remarks and whatnot. I, I heard him and I was like, "Yep, he's gonna he's gonna say this, this, and this." And I had to be quiet because I was running the camera and I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, only black guy in Sultana, check." You know, <laughs> it, was, it, it was just the same shit that I would have said. You know, and I was like, "Yeah, um, now if I would have went up, I would have had no material at that point." You know? <laughs> but because we were thinking the exact same shit, so that's why I have. So much material. It's like this person says this joke, and I gotta. Yeah, the reason they invented revolvers is so you didn't have a single shot. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I had a, a situation like that, I and mean, I'm sure lots of people have made a joke about having to rely on being funny and eating ass to get a date. And yeah. I heard someone else say that, and who's, I was like, "Who's complaining about eating ass?" Oh, I'm, you shouldn't complain about eating ass. You yeah. shouldn't complain about the privilege of yeah. eating ass I mean, or getting there. your asshole. Never, yeah, um, no, absolutely but, never. But but relying, having to rely on a sense of humor and eating ass to get laid. Right. And then I thought, fuck, how many other people have made that joke in real life? Um, you know, like. And then, then that's it's a, it's a successful tactic. It works. Um, but how many dudes or how many chicks or how many folks have made that joke? So yeah, it's yeah. what would I do in that position? Um, how do I like? I think like if it, if it's something that is true, then it then then the art is if make you're, it if different, we, make it new, spin yeah, it in whittle a way it, that whittle yeah, it, whittle it, like get to the core of it. Get to I the had core an ass eating joke this summer <laughs> when Jimmy World came to town. I was like, I don't know. Much about Jimmy World, but I'll tell you what, Justin Eat Ass, what's up, ladies? Two second call back to eating ass. <laughs> Justin just smoked weed. <laughs> He's still high. <laughs> 
He's like, I was like, it took, it took me internet. a second to realize that was a fucking eating ass callback. <laughs> He's the internet explorer of our yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sabrina, when yeah. when you and I got in contact about putting this show together, how did you decide on um, who was going to be a good show? Like, you guys talked about doing almost a dry run at Everett's last week, but... Well, and I've done shows with both of these guys. Well, everybody, really. And we, you had asked for Eric, so I was like, who am I going to bring down that's going to be a good round table? And this is... I mean, so I think Justin and, and Mick have both been doing comedy for, what, six, eight months? Yeah. And just consistently growing and funnier and a completely different take. And that's what I, I mean, everybody looks at me and thinks one thing, but I, I think I've proven I have a different take than a lot of people on a lot of things. And so that idea of, like, getting the right group that we can play off each other, we can rip off each other, we're having a blast being down here, and then knowing that we're going to come up and consistently... These people are going to make every single person laugh until they piss their pants. I've never like, heard of any comic that, like, I listen to a lot of comics. Like, I've never heard of any of them when they talk about other comics. Like, if you're not a good hang, like, yeah. that, that is a big... Oh, yeah, no, big, and I, I mean, we, from the first time hang, we did that yeah. show when Eric brought you out, I was like, okay, so this guy knows what's up. All right, this is, there's something here. There's, a, there's, and there was that love that we talked about, yeah. too, you know? It was, it was just a different style of shit that I have seen. He's so yeah. new. He's newer than anybody that's doing Well, and it was kind of the, the same circuit. thing with Justin. And you can see yeah. the good heart. You can see the, yeah. the you know, behind everything. The, the love of the joke. That, yeah. That's and the, it. the craft the of it. Of and watching joke. that craft and seeing how fast that they've both evolved over the last few months. Yeah. I'm like, this is, you guys need to get on the road. You need to know what's that, what, what it's about. Because I think, for me, one of the biggest things when I was doing comedy and finally getting out of town was realizing I had no friends in the audience and I still fucking killed it. And that solidified for me that I was doing what I needed to do, that I was doing the right thing because I was like, okay, it's not just my friends. I'm funny outside of my circle that was showing up to all my shows. So for me, it was a huge uh, shift in the way I viewed my career, in the way that I wanted to move forward. And I have always and forever will be one of those bring people up with you because I'm not going to step over people. And we're only as good even as, as openers or headliners as the person that came before us. You know what I mean? And these these guys, they've got something. You know what I mean? It's it's different for both of them. They've, they've been working really hard. And I was just like, who would I rather do drugs and party with? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And if there was a battle, I definitely would. <laughs> you got to throw something before or, like, who can last longer? I think that's it. Yeah. I might not be the... the yeah. You don't want to always invite me to that party. No, and, and also, like, who am I not going to have to babysit once we do the drugs? Yeah. And, um... So I'm off babysitting. As long as you're paying. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh... Eric, thank you finally for coming down to the great <laughs> yeah. to tell jokes. So I'm like, I've been trying to get you down here to tell jokes for a minute. Like a, like a year. No, he comes down, but he films. He comes no, down, he holds the camera. No, I thought you were Ed. Oh, he's yeah, Ed. He called him Ed. He's for also a Ed. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, oh, did I fucking did I screw up your joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Like, take it. Maybe. Yeah, just go ahead. Oh, I'm oh, next. So Ed Bird. Oh, why did I not see that coming? Oh, I think you did. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Technically, those are my initials. So when he when he sent me a text message, he was like, "Hey, man, it's Eric," and I just knew him as Ed. And he's like, "All right, how many black guys do you know?" And I and it took me a second. I was like, "Okay, so there's black, there's Biz, and there's Ed." 
Eric, okay. And so... I know so many business. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm black. I know no business. I, I, <laughs> well, I wear hoops. I know no business. Biz, yeah. biz, biz Marquis passed away. Like, like, rest oh, in power. The only yeah. one I know. Oh, my God. I I know, know, by the, the way, uh, speaking of kind of kind of Biz Marquis as a member of uh, the Juice Crew mm-hmm. with Marley Mall, she's actually now uh, currently a member of the Juice Crew. Sabrina Spears nice. uh, oh, has so. her uh, Red yeah, Run so. Hashade 710 uh, Juice Crew uh, hoodie. It is official. I'm all about it. Yeah. What does hashtag sound like? Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You've been trying to get me up here know. for a minute. Um, I don't. No, I don't. No, no. My whole thing is I don't. I don't. I have to get invited to shows because I don't go. Um, I don't normally go up and do uh, stand-up like every Wednesday is for the open mics. I'll go and I'll watch. I'll see who's getting better. And then I'll mention, hey, I, I think it's time for you guys to go, you know, Sultana, or you guys need to do a show out home or, and see how they do. And I'll follow them up and see what they're going to do with a completely anonymous crowd. You know, like, like in Homer, Homer's so small that y- you could do a show and then the next day everybody knows who the fuck you are. And that's the kind of shit that you want. Um, so, and I've done the circuit before. Um, we've gone, gone way off to Homer. Um, we've been here. We did the Ducks Inn before. Um, and then we've done Eagle River, like Wasilla. Um, we've done Willow. some, yeah, Willow. Forget Willow. <laughs> yeah, Willow. Willow is something else. But you, you do like a circuit. And then once you do all these places in, in, in Alaska, you pretty much go back to Coots and start writing new shit. So when I feel like I need to work some shit out, that's when you'll see me on stage most yeah. of the time. You know, yeah, Coots is certainly the incubator. Yeah, and, and usually, usually my stuff is is story based, so I don't tell joke, 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 joke. It's it's like, hey, I I've been holding on to this for you know twenty some odd years. It's a true story, <laughs> and then I hey, just let you guys hear it, how it happened, and you know, to me, it's funny. And the way I explain it to people, you know, it's it's funny as well. So, I mean, I have a I have a lot of fun, you know, just writing jokes and just trying to get my shit back. I've never seen uh, more uh, detailed <laughs> notes. Like like I I went up like a like a brawler when I first started in comedy. Yeah. And, then, and then you were like, you know, you can write this shit down and remember it, right? Mm-hmm. Do the same and thing. Also, next time. And also, like, you could not drink so much. <laughs> yeah, those are my notes. <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? You're really good. But if you take back that drinking, <laughs> you know? Um, every, everybody's had a night like that. You know, you get up on stage and you could have like one beer, but if you're nervous, that one beer turns Too into much. 10, yeah. you know, 15, and you're just. It's like that day that you hit your. Yeah, like you, 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 like. You know when you, you misstep and you hit that yeah. like hit that step and then you just keep hitting that step that day and you're just yeah. like what is it with today? Yeah. I keep hitting my thumb with the hammer. Yep. You know like yeah yeah so. like a like a bruised thumb is just yeah. looking biting your tongue yeah. through yeah. your cheek yeah. and then yeah. all day every yeah all that shit. So I mean it's it's weird. It's like once you figure out what makes you a better performer on stage, you try to keep mimicking that. So 
like before I get on stage, I'll try not to drink too much, but I'll always need something in so my hand. You know, how important is that sort of that sort of prop or timing prop to so sort of get the it's, it's super important. Like if you're new and you want to seem like you're professional, it's like most of us will still take our notebooks on, on stage. And if we have a perfect stool, we put that down. And then for your drink, you put your drink right by your notes. So when you're remembering that one joke, you tell that joke. And then what you do is go back to your drink. And as you pick up your drink, you're scanning your notes of where you are and yeah, what's going to kick mean, off the next I mean, mine's more of a timing thing. Yeah. Mine's more of a, I'm going to pause and let you think about that because mm -hmm. when, I, when I stop and I take a drink and then the laugh comes, I'm like, there it is, yeah. you saw me. It's more of a posturing. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. more of a, because I'm looking at my notes regardless. Like, I am that person right. and I will full-on tell an audience, I just went off on a tangent, let's see, where were we again? And then oh, go yeah. back and start over. Yeah. Because usually when you're doing that, it's crowd work or something that they've brought up. But for me, it's a 100%. It's a timing. It's a, oh, so we're going to think about that and let me yeah. know. Uh, Before I tell you this story. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Awesome. You know. I mean, it, 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 it's the same as the microphone. Like the, yeah. micro, like the microphone is a tool itself that people don't really think about. Like, it's like mic control is a whole, like that oh, yeah. plus all of that. Like, otherwise, we'd be like using, like, there's far better technology, <laughs> but like, do you remember when like uh, Robin Williams did that that special where he had like the the, the, the talk piece? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. It would, it's not the same. No, it's not the same as him with the microphone. And like after that, he's I don't think he I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But. I don't know, but that was a really good set though. Like that whole What's show that? was so amazing, and there's a lot of things he couldn't have done without with a microphone. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of oh no, well yeah, sets. he had to jump around. Right. Well, but also like when he did the you know this is what we look like. You can't do that with a microphone. No, I guess, I guess there's a couple yeah, of those, especially when like, he was because he's so active. I'm I sure. thought he was doing the microphone. He was doing the microphone. No way. Not live on Broadway. I don't think he had a microphone that whole show because he was because if this. he was like this, no, because he, he was all like this, but he was he was because he was always uh, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. How patriotic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was that was one of my favorite specials. That and um, uh, Carlin had one that, that came out uh, around the same time, live at the yeah. uh, at the at the Met. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was like a, a Dick Cheney and Colin Powell. Somebody's getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> and I was a, I was like a fourteen year old kid that like grew up on military bases, and I was like, oh wow, I didn't I didn't know this existed. Uh, like, yeah. Um, Thank you for, for bringing the artist. Yeah. Did, you, did um, you see the documentary? Only the best. Uh, the series on HBO? Yeah. I, I started to, and then it was like, I got I got kids. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't, can't watch documentaries anymore. <laughs> I, I, don't have, I don't have time. I wish I had time. I got to make up lies to tell these kids. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta make up lies. You don't any more facts. No. Hey, they're not facts if you don't believe in them, right? Yeah. Well... We, we have this issue already. This is my point. This is my point. <laughs> yeah, well, some people build bridges. <laughs> Still. <laughs> okay. Oh, the other thing about having a drink on stage. You can have a drink on stage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah no, that's one because the only thing I really miss about doing comedy and during the pandemic was I was doing it online and I could just sit in my garage and smoke weed. And I was just doing dabs and smoking yeah. weed the whole we time. Do coke and like, do that. I mean, I okay, yeah. let's <laughs> let's go. Like you, 
guys seriously want to see me running naked down the street. That's, <laughs> that's what happens when I get on the good shit. <laughs> that's a... Oh. Just, just a sprint off, you know. Who are you running against? Eh. All right. Trying to beat my time issues. in high school. <laughs> All right, does anyone need to give any shout-outs before we get out? Oh, no. Shout-out to uh, Bill for dragging us down here. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, Shout-out man. To, it's always fun. to Eddie and... Uh, oh, yeah. Nana? Nana? Yeah. Nana. Yeah. Uh, this place is red. Oh, it's Stump. We got freaking Stump. <laughs> Thank you, Stump. Yeah. Dude, thank I think if, if we didn't think Stump, like, yeah. Yeah, it's be. very important. We got to thank Stump. I also got to thank the sponsors of uh, this particular event, 5150 Vapes, uh, Red Run Cannabis Company, uh, Anthony and Aiden of Void for helping put this together, Kelly Connect for the extra super sweet discount on the flyers. That was really nice of you. And uh, Big Dog Hot Dogs, who will not be here this evening. Amy had some uh, uh, some mechanical malfunctions with uh, one of the hot dog makers. We do, in fact, however, have the Levy Cajun food outside, and uh, yeah, get yourself some fried pickles or some such thing. And then, of course, the obligatory uh, uh, social media plugs. Only on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, My name's Justin Sands. My handle is at Lil John Stamos. Um, I like to post uh, whenever I got shows and things going on there. You guys? Uh, Yeah, Mick Nicola. The Am I, uh, can I spell it? Yeah, I don't know. Can you spell your own name, Matt? I don't know. It's your name. Right? At M I C K N I C H O L A. It sounds like the worst cola ever. <laughs> <laughs> it really taste. does. Like, is it, is it, is it, it definitely gets you like, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nicotine. It's like nicotine. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. Drink this while you're doing lines. <laughs> it's what my car smells like. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I gotta go sit in the car. Yeah. A Mick Nikola Tesla will shock you. <laughs> uh, I'm me, Sabrina Spears, on Instagram. You can find my stuff. I, I got links to everything. So all their uh, all of their their tags will be uh, in the description. So Sweet. be sure to check into the description. Uh, Eric, uh, I'm Eric Bird uh, on Instagram. It's at Eric be the best one. <laughs> because it's true. Okay. And I have to redo it all because I've got nothing on there yet. His, his sister is D Queen 907. <laughs> That's right. We own that. Yeah. Fucking I, like queen. I told you.